0: 2021 is about your voice. Make your voice heard by starting your podcast today. We make it happen. Pretty easy podcast makes podcasting pretty easy. Aloha. I am June Jones of the Houston Roughnecks, and this is the XFL show. Welcome, football fans. This is For the Love of Football. This is The Road to 2022, and this is The XFL Show. I'm Alan.
1: And I'm Brian.
0: And this isn't a show about nostalgia, and it isn't a Young Rock recap podcast, but we are going to talk about the 2001 XFL season today, and we're going to talk about Young Rock because it must be done. And we respect our lineage. This is episode 159. We're embracing our lineage today, Bryant. Our lineage, our football
1: heritage, whatever you want to call it. We're going
0: back, back, back. Oh, whoa! I didn't even notice all those. And embarking, I was ready for the show. Whoa.
1: <laughs> well, because you were doing a lot of other stuff, but we're embarking on a on a on a path to Shh. history. Shh!
0: Damn, that is beautiful. We could just talk about where Bryant. Got all that sweet more. 2001 have... XFL merch. Oh, we'll okay. that well, I'm glad one you one left. You. Yeah, throw that demons we'll throw that one demons on the about. ground. <laughs> 724-565-4XFL is the XFL fan line for you to call. If you want to text to, you're welcome to do that. And you could talk about everything we're going to cover today. And give us some reaction, give us some love. Leave those reviews on Apple Podcasts too. We appreciate those. But today's going to be a fun show. Bryant brought out all the nostalgic uh, pennants. He's wearing the LA Extreme hat. We were at the championship game. We know something about respecting our lineage. Big, big theme on Young Rock this this week, Bryant. So that's what it's all about today. But man, I'm excited. I'm excited for all the reactions we got to on some poll questions at XFL show. On Twitter this week, too. That was good stuff. I mean, asking about the 2001 season. And it all stemmed from that he hate me conversation we had last week with the the filing for he hate me apparel, apparently, by the new XFL ownership.
1: I'm still waiting for my he hate me sweatpants with the he hate me on the rear end. But we'll get to that at some other point <laughs> in the show. Uh, we also went back to 2020 on Twitter this week. So make sure you check that out at XFL show on Twitter. A lot of fun. We're having fun.
0: Absolutely. We're having fun, and it's it's easy to have fun when you don't have to worry about all the nonsense that might go into a, running a podcast. That's why we have pretty easy podcasts to help us do that. You can get your podcast started today by going to www.prettyeasypodcasts.com. There it is. You could go get started, have some fun yourself. Maybe you want to do a Young Rock recap podcast. I'd listen to that. We don't have time to host that, Brian, but did you watch it this week? It was pretty darn good for episode two. And I'm excited to see the adventures of this Young Rock all the way till when he buys the XFL, hopefully in like season three or four.
1: Oh, I mean, it's it's probably it's the best new show I've seen in a very long time. I will say that. Uh, And I'm not just trying to hashtag get my job back, but. Uh, me and The Rock have a lot in common. The Rock is dating somebody named Kate who has two friends named Kate. They all hang out in the same group. That was me in high school. I don't know if you remember that or not. It just wasn't Kate. They were
0: all... Was there a Bonnie, though? Was the it was other, a the, Diana. The odd they were girl, all Dianas. Oh, the odd girl was <laughs> yeah. Bonnie?
1: So yeah, me and The Rock are basically the same person. That
0: was You're a welcome. good that was a good good gag on uh, Young Rock this week and, of course, them thinking that he was... A undercover cop, which I related to in high school, because I had some teachers who thought I was like a Johnny Depp, jump twenty one Jump Street kind of kind of fellow with my beard and mustache, senior year. But good show. The owner of the XFL killing it on the NBC sitcom scene. He embraced his father, who was meh, you know, kind of had his own his he was own wrestling out of college personality. Some would say a little carny is the word they would use. But that's also what people would say about the 2001 XFL season, right? But you know what? Just like Rocky Johnson was the Rock's dad, 2001 was an XFL season. And we got to embrace that. And we're going to dive into some of the stuff from that season that maybe we're missing in the 2020 season that could be brought back in 2022. And we'll get into all of that we appreciate you also subscribing to the YouTube channel. Uh, we are going to play in a minute actually for everyone watching on YouTube something that we released on Twitter this week at XFL show. Never been seen before, getting all kind of love for it. We knew we would people would have loved it one year ago, Brian, that great documentary I put together about St. Louis Battlehawks fans. I am a bit of a documentarian. And I think I really proved myself one year ago. But unfortunately, we couldn't release the thing. We got to yesterday, though, because we said, hell, let's release it. It was one <laughs> year ago.
1: <laughs> it was one year ago. We were at the the uh, tailgate, the most anticipated tailgate in XFL uh, last <coughs> season. <coughs> a lot of people think that that's just Alan doing a bunch of different cacahs at the same time. No, that was from... Uh, the tailgate there you'll hear it on this uh, video we're going to show you pretty soon found
0: fan footage of Kakaing was taken one year ago <laughs> b-roll. Kakao! Kakao! the b-roll and the Let clips out.
1: going back were my, were my favorite part and that we have that maybe one day we'll even release those one day oh yeah there's that's a lot of one lot day of we're, stuff we're on, on peacock ourselves we'll uh
0: when when we get our own when this when this is streaming live on peacock and we don't and you know we're we're coasting. Uh, then we'll maybe release that stuff. But we're going to do a show now. Nah, yeah. Let's just release the uh, the the tailgate footage this week. instead. <laughs> this week. <laughs> maybe one day. Uh, going back to last week though, real quick, Dink and Dunk around what we talked about last week in some social media. Uh, Kev New on YouTube commented, Bryant uh, said, definitely some guys from the Fan Controlled Football that can make it to the XFL next year. Quentin Flowers and Damon Sheehy Giuseppe. Are in the FCF, and Flowers being the front runner for MVP, Quentin Flowers, who was down in Tampa Bay with the Vipers, I believe. Uh, so yeah, super athletic quarterback. I watched him uh, in in the FCF this past week on on some highlights, and yeah, he's definitely looking looking solid, looking fresh. But I don't know. The thing about F- that league is it is so arena footbally and so gimmicky that it's hard to translate anything except just. I guess athleticism from a guy like Quentin Flowers like hard to see like oh I'm a lineman in that league and that's gonna really tell scouts a whole lot for the unless you're pancaking
1: the guy the entire time or blowing through the O line as a D lineman. But it's an
0: awesome it's an awesome way for guys to keep their name out there and keep in shape and keep fresh and keep their arm and their legs going and that's what Quentin Flowers is doing right now so. Maybe, and yeah, he was already in the league. So that's definitely someone to uh, keep a lookout for. We appreciate the comment there on YouTube from Kev New. And uh, also, Bryant, last week we talked about some football Americano in Mexico. And you were like, there's a league down there? And I said, yeah. And now Trent Richardson, of all people. AAF's, the Birmingham Irons, Trent Richardson.
1: Leading rushing touchdown getter in the AAF, Trent Richardson.
0: 50 touchdowns, 20
1: yards. Don't know how he did it.
0: Cad- Cadillos de Chihuahua of the Football Americano de Mexico League. The LFA. LFA. La Liga de Football Americano Profesional. Gets Trent Richardson. That is, it's a good get for them. I'm hoping I can figure out a way to watch these games because I'm dying for some football. I sent you the, the link to their league, though, too, Brian. That's a real league if you could check it out. And I like their <laughs> website. It's got the calendario right there, standings.
1: This is what like.
0: Yeah, it's nice.
1: Equipos. This is what the the, the Cadillos or Caudillos translates to. Do you know what this translates to?
0: Caudillos. Uh um, I'm going to say, oh, it's a badass, badass name. <laughs> that's, a pretty, that's, a, that's a pretty badass I was going to go through. Yeah, the other team names they got are are pretty good they got the the dinos or would they say the dinos
1: dinos so it's maybe it should have been trent richardson and those dinos but whatever
0: and the uh, osos which is what i'm advocating for the name change of our high school in in burbank california john burroughs going through a name change i'm hoping they go to the osos or the spruce Gooses, but that's Oso. they're trying just Oso, but i <laughs> you gotta pluralize bears. Well, maybe because the burrows bear. You already got that. I don't know. That's fine. Well, that's a whole nother topic. But Trent Richardson. Good luck to him. South of the border, and good luck to us figuring out how to watch those games, Bryce. Because I'm all about it. That'd be great. I've I have watched American football in Japan. That's been broadcast. I forget where I saw it. So this needs to be broadcast. It's football. Damn it! Football should be year round and definitely in the springtime, definitely should be on my television right now a little bit more than that FCF, which I'm still watching, but I feel like I still have a thirst to quench when it comes to some full-fledged football. And, of course, the XFL next year is going to do that, Bryant. But anything else here before we dive into a couple of big pieces of news in the cover, too? Well, we, we dinked. We dunked. Let's move on. Let's do it. Here we go. This week's cover. You want it? I'm going to give it to you right now. All right. So the previously unreleased Battle Dome documentary, I call it. Some would say it's just a montage of tailgating, but it's so much more than that, Bryant. It was a collection of the highlights from our our time in St. Louis one year ago this week. We released it finally on Twitter, and now we're going to play it right now. World premiere on YouTube, if you're ready. Are we breaking rules by doing this? Probably. I don't know. Hashtag we want our job anyway.
1: We're trying to show <laughs> our portfolio, our range here. Look, we're not just yes. podcasters. We're not just video podcasters. Alan's a documentarian, and yes. I'm just kind of cool with the camera, and I can eat a pretty good filmmakers. spam sandwich.
0: We are filmmakers and actors also. Are we in this at all? We might have cut us out. We're behind the camera. Yeah, we're probably we're behind the camera, but we we were in front of it, I think, for some of it. But that hit the cutting room floor. Maybe next time. This was about we you, St. Louis. This was yes. about you. This is about St. Louis and the greatest weekend of XFL 2020. Here you go, Kakata, all you Battle Hawks fans. I'm Danny Crump. I'm from St. Louis. Uh, I'm Colin Crump. I'm from St. Louis. Uh, we're a football town, as you can see. Uh, bright and early, at uh, not even 9 a.m., ready to go. 6:30 uh, on the dot, the lot opened up.
1: Woo! <laughs> My name's Alex Pellman, I'm from Milstead, Illinois, and uh, we're just across just across the river. And St. Louis is a football town because, I mean, take a look around. It's eight. We got here at 7:30, and uh, the parking lot was filling up already. Uh, NFL made a bad choice. And I'm glad the XFL's here. Let's go, Battle Hawks! Not only is St. Louis a good football town, we are great sports
0: now. you
1: go. One, two,
0: three. I wanted to get up and show my best spirit for the Battlehawks today. And uh, it's going to be a battle, but we're going to win. We're going to be victorious. So show up, bring your spirit, and let's win today.
1: My name's Ethan.
0: Happy football's back in St. Louis. Here's
1: tailgate for the first game. Eat some chicken wings and get drunk. <laughs> Cook off. <laughs> all right, I'm Rick Story uh, from O'Fallon, Missouri. Uh, so excited to have uh, football finally back in St. Louis. Got all these fine people here at our tailgate. lot sold out. Hopefully, we're going to have a heck of a party today. St. Louis is a football town. It's plain and simple. Everybody thinks we're a baseball town, but no. Everybody thought we were a hockey town, but no. Stan Crocky comes in, totally fks us and brings the Rams to California. And what are we gonna do? He said,
0: you say Don't say it's f***. It's alright.
1: <laughs> <All right>. Hey! <laughs> alright! Right!
0: I'm making four See rally behind any sport. Any
1: sport at all. Yeah. Anything we love getting to- up early on Sundays. Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> take your
0: flight take and take height there it is the previously unreleased or released and then taken off of uh, off the airwaves uh Battle Hawks weekend debut weekend documentary starring some of the best Battle Hawks fans. We met Bryant that weekend one year ago. Are we allowed to tell the story about why we why that was released? And then Hashtag back? we want our jobs back. Maybe we jobs should move back, on. Yeah, but right. it, was, um, it wasn't because of those guys cussing up a storm. We bleeped that out because we are responsible documentarians. Yes. So that was not that was not the issue.
1: Yeah. Well, either way, I think it was pretty evident of what the video was trying to do, and that is display how passionate those fans were. Kurt Hunziker had a tweet how, where he showed up at the stadium about 6.30, took a picture of people already in the parking lot. So we uh, we took a lap around that entire building, Alan, remember, correct? And, and there was not a corner of the outer perimeter that wasn't filled with Battle Hawks fans, so it was a pretty cool sight to
0: see. Yep, and everyone knows and everyone's heard the story how that Wildcats-Battlehawks game was destined to be jam-packed to the rafters like as if Rocky Johnson was going to be wrestling in the dome. It was going to be filled, but it never happened. But I am so thankful that that first game happened and we we were able to be there. We were able to be outside the Battle Dome as well, talking to all those people, and we do have those great memories, and it is now etched in documentary form forever in a hundred years so kaka to everybody one year anniversary of that trip and really bad like, my last guys? like kaka oh, he was really oh, struggling yeah he was, yeah, really. he was struggling but it's our boy they, drew they were probably partying with from friends. like 4 a.m you know oh. eating spam sandwiches and drinking takes a toll on you mm-hmm. uh but that was like the last big trip i think that i ever i made before before shutdowns and i it was about two weeks before shutdown i haven't been on a plane since nope i've been driving down here down back and forth miami pittsburgh and i miss st louis i want to go back so bad maybe in 2022 all right part two of the cover two though here bryant real quick we don't like to dive into this too much as this ongoing saga litigation happens but I literally only pulled out because of one little piece of a nugget from the latest in the Vince McMahon, Oliver Luck stuff. Uh, This week, the McMahon side's claiming that Oliver Luck shared XFL information with unauthorized individuals. And uh, now they're saying that Oliver Luck repeatedly uh, disclosed confidential XFL info to his brother-in-law, who is a prominent NFL agent his name's William Wilson and he's an agent for Wasserman Media Group remember that we were talking about them last week a new a new asset for Redbird Capital and that's what stood out to me um but Oliver Luck is is saying that this you know he's fighting back against this this is just the latest in how Basically, the McMahon side is trying to prove why they sh- shouldn't be paying Oliver Luck what they owe him. We don't want to get in it, into any of that, but I just found it interesting. There it is again. Is it fate? Is it a coincidence? Is it more than that? I, I'm not, I don't think there's any conspiracy. That's probably a coincidence. But just Wasserman Media Group right there again. A big NFL agent name there. One week. I think I just felt vindicated in talking about that last week, Brian. You you forgot to put on your aluminum helmet.
1: And, yeah. and start um your conspiracy theories over there friend. Oh, is he I think thinking that's the you're whole leading? time oh, <laughs> man, i'm gonna get the rock
0: to buy the the and redbird capital to buy it, and then they're gonna get in with wasserman and my brother-in-law and then i'm gonna become the emperor commissioner <laughs> 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 no that's not exactly,
1: no. uh it, it's just a you know six six degrees of separation i guess you could just say uh Whatever's happened with Oliver Luck and, and Vince McMahon, I, I pay attention to just because I'm interested in it. But I think as far as 2022 goes, uh, not this or really anything that goes along with them Mm-mm. matters. Um, unless goes, yeah. The only thing I could think that would ever matter is if there was some stipulation that says Luck could never be affiliated with the XFL
0: again for whatever reason. I'll pay you, but don't is ever be the, affiliated with the XFL. Is this the, is this the WWE now? All right, the, yeah, we'll we'll settle this. But you can never be affiliated with the XFL ever again. You can never compete for the You're Intercontinental tired. Championship, <laughs> and you need to take on Randy Orton on SmackDown <laughs> this Friday. Is that, was that? I don't know where we're going here.
1: I, I don't right, know. Real either. quick, just...
0: bonus cover too, though. Uh, I do want to flash back, if you want to, Bryant, to where we were on the road to kick off last year and the year before. Just to do a quick heat check here as we're gearing up for 2022, if you're ready to hop into the old semi truck.
1: Oh, man, let's do it.
0: So go tell the hand. people right where here. we were at. Yes. Wait, that one. There you go. Well, where you don't have one. At? I have Where were one. we? Oh, yeah. We here don't the both have them on both sides? I don't think
1: that's how that works. Uh, where were we on the road to 2020? Well, just to kind of flashback a little bit, uh, last year, in 2020, we were, like we said, at the Battle Dome. Great week. I think you and I were flying back at this point. Whatever. Um, I remember I was pumped because the uh, Wildcats also beat the uh, Defenders. In a, they walked the defenders yes. up and down that field.
0: That was when we um, were eating those toasted ravs, back toast the and hotel. and that
1: pizza with the weird
0: cheese. What is that cheese?
1: Oof. Sorry, St. Louis. St. Louis! But in 2019, I think that's more importantly because that kind of simulates where we're at now. Well, the XFL is kind of ahead, Alan. I know you don't want me to say that, but they had two coaches announced. This week they had announced Pep Hamilton. Uh, Jim Zorn was on the horizon was already rumored to be happening as well. And I think yeah I think after that it was probably um, the first president, my best friend Heather, was coming up along along the way too. So I don't know where we are because we still don't have a kickoff date. If we kick off right after the Super Bowl next year, I guess we're technically behind because we have no coaches. We have no presidents. We have no commissioner. We have no CFO. We have chief rock.
0: football officer. We have the Rock. We have Danny Garcia, and just a whole lot of waiting. But again, like Bryant said, don't panic. That all might sound like, oh, whoa, they're w- way behind. They're 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 kind of lagging on this road. But kickoff might not be the week after the Super Bowl. Kickoff might be in April, May, and that is a different road that's a little bit more runway but still something we uh i think might have to start hoping for pretty soon brian if we don't get one of those announcements pretty soon well
1: it was well, the thing you also got to think about is when you know even though bob stoops and pep hamilton were hired at this point already two years ago when did they actually start doing anything there was no rule book there was no players they really didn't put their staffs together until later on in the season So I don't know. I mean, obviously, they had an advantage for being already hired, but it's a trade-off. What were they really doing when there wasn't much to do?
0: Well, we right now know nothing's going on, at least on the surface, maybe behind the scenes. And there's just not as much transparency as those roads had. But nonetheless, on the road to 2022, we are. That was a quick flashback on the previous journeys we've had to XFL kickoff. Right here on this very show, because we were covering all of that. Still rocking and rolling and still (laughs) talking CFL another week in a row. Bryant, real quick, want to let you know that the Alouettes in Montreal signed Renegades. It's not the CFL show, but we do talk XFL players. Cameron Artis Payne played for the Renegades, is now with the Alouettes. And also Coney Ely, who killed it on the defensive line for the Roughnecks in Houston signed with the Argos who are signing everybody in Toronto. And then some other news, not CFL news, not CFL news, but college football news. Trey Williams, friend of the show, has been on this show, played for the Wildcats, was a leader on the Wildcats at linebacker, is now going to coach linebackers for Gus Malzon at UCF. Yeah, a little... Uh you know, he was a, uh,
1: Malzahn was his coach in college, so it makes sense for him to make that move. Um, young guy, though, still, but I mean, if you're going to look at your future, do you want to go to a spring football league or do you want to go coach a couple years with your former uh, head coach and try to make a living that way? Awesome. I think you got to take the coaching.
0: That's, hell, that's a, I mean, depends on, depends on who you are and where you are at your, where you're at in your career and I totally support that. Trey Williams is great, though, in the XFL and, uh, wish him luck at UCF with that new regime. Huge get for UCF. So there you go. This week's cover two. And uh, now we're going to go to 2001. Another kind of a flashback, but not too far, not too nostalgic. Because we're talking 2020 or 2001, but with a 2022 uh, slant. Because we want to take from 2001. It's so hard to go back and forth between 2000. I can't say 2022. That sounds ridiculous. You can't say 2001
1: because that sounds ridiculous
0: too. (laughs) So I got to bounce back and forth. But either way, 2001 counts in this week's hot read. So, Bryant, you tweeted... At XFL show for us, a little poll question asking people after last week's He Hate Me conversation, the new apparel uh, copyright taken by the new ownership. Do we want to see more 2001 stuff embraced by the new XFL in 2022? We got some responses, and it looks like I see on the screen there's the results. The majority, but not a whole lot by a large margin. Said, stay away from 2001. But I am not for that. There's good stuff you could take from 2001, Bryant, and I think you're going to agree with me.
1: I do agree with you, and I think, uh, I think part of it maybe there was a little confusion, right? Because we did say off the field. I think on the field, let's just kind of clear the air here. On the field, the XFL did a much better job 2020 than they did with 2001, oh, yeah. and I don't think there's really anything on the field. I mean, unless they have a, 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 a swinging, you know, crane coming, taking out punt, uh, punt catchers, <laughs> maybe that's the only thing I would think they would want to bring back. But other than that, um, I just feel like the on-the-field stuff could be left alone. That's not what we're really talking about. The XFL 22 stayed away completely. I mean, completely. Other than the name. 2020. In 2020. Excuse me. 2020 stayed away completely other than XFL. And so... I feel like there's a middle ground, right? You don't want to be too extreme. You don't want to be the same. You definitely don't want to um, be completely different. So to me, I was like, "Hey, let's bring up, let's bring some of it back." These have you seen these reverse retro unis in the NHL? Yes the
0: the as a Penguins fan, ours disturbed me a little, but they grew on me as they won in those. Unis, but yeah, reverse unis, the old school. I like that. Everyone loves a throwback jersey. Exactly. And I think
1: some people would agree that bringing some of that nostalgia back could be a good thing for the XFL in
0: 2020. I absolutely think so. And especially talking off the field, are we saying, oh, have scantily clad cheerleaders in the locker room or professional wrestling announcers? No. Well, maybe Jesse the Body Ventura, but that's just me because I'm a big fan of. The body with instant replays. But that off the field stuff I'm thinking promos at the fifty yard line, Bryant, which we got a little bit of in twenty twenty, at least in the first in the home openers, they would have coaches or players. I remember being in DC and seeing Cardell Jones thank everybody for coming at the fifty yard line. It was very modest, very brief. Thank you everybody for coming. Go Sonic. (laughs) <laughs> Go see Sonic the Hedgehog in theaters. In Tampa, we got a little bit more hype, I believe, with the with their their home opener, fifty yard line promo, but stuff like that. But also, X players, two thousand one was big in the personalities. Really, in, endured. They they've lasted. He hate me has has endured. He made enough of an impact, Rod Smart, that people remembered it. It was in a documentary. And it was what people's favorite thing uh, from 2001. You have to honor that. You have to honor a great story like Tommy Maddox, who was the MVP of that league and went on to really redeem a lost NFL career and become a playoff caliber quarterback with the Pittsburgh Steelers right after his XFL MVP. And he got a Super Bowl ring! Behind Ben Roethlisberger, of course, but still, Tommy Gunn got a Super Just Bowl. He groceries, after- basically. Come on. And, I mean, its he's not Kurt Warner, not a Hall of Famer, but still one hell of a story that we should definitely talk about more often than we do. You've got a guy like Jeff Brom who's got a soundbite and an interview from his time in the XFL that's played all the time on sports radio and remembered by tons of people. And now he is one of the, well, at least a couple of years ago, highly coveted uh, college football coaches and a guy who's molding the future of football in college football. So... You have to honor that. So that's one thing I think you bring from the the off-the-field perspective from 2001. You honor that season. And then also, 2001 definitely had, I think, in terms of explaining the rules, and I felt they needed to with a little bit more pizzazz, a little bit more production. 2020 was straightforward, really throwing it on the screen with the ESPN and Fox graphics and and having the announcers explain things, but... In 2001, things were a little bit more produced up. I wouldn't mind seeing that in terms of getting the message out there on exactly how the rules work for the new XFL. But you have to, at least for 2001, honor those players, honor that season in some form or fashion. Because 2001 counts, Brian. It happens. I was there, man. I was there, man. It happened. Uh, I was there the first game
1: at the uh, Coliseum, and I was there at the last game at the Coliseum. You really... Uh, don't don't uh, discredit my time that I spent supporting that league. Um, yeah, and I, I think it's just more of a where does the the line stop? Where do you stop bringing in the two thousand one? I think people are always worried, right? The scrambles, the 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 weird like punt rules with no fair catch. I mean, if you kicked it behind after twenty five yards, it was like a live play, and all those gimmicks can stay away. I don't think we're talking about any of that stuff. It's really just. I want to see a well, – why not during a Wildcats game you bring on as many extreme players as you can? A lot of them were L.A. based. Bring them in, line them up, and
0: do a little congratulatory
1: wave right there. <laughs> yeah. And now you're 2001 Maddox,
0: champions. And put Tommy Maddox in a ring of honor or something. Yeah. Some, some, something like that. Or yeah, Hang up that or jersey, if number you're, eight. If you're playing in one of those cities, so say we have an L.A. team again or – we have an Orlando team, or, or new, we're playing New York. Throwback jerseys, why not? Yeah, throwback
1: jerseys, those reverse retros—that'd be pretty cool. Who knows um, what? I think the, the the options are endless in that sense, right? You can do so many things. I don't think you want to do too much. But how would you not want to honor the Memphis Maniacs? Look at that! Look at that!
0: Look how cool that so is! So good. The so Orlando good. Rage. I mean, come on. Not as good as the Maniacs, but still good. My favorite name and is the
1: Maniacs, right here. This is- or,
0: if anything, if we're going to honor 2001 and we're going to have new team names in 2022 from 2020, let's let's add some more X's in there. I think we could all agree with that. It's let's a cool letter that back. It's a cool it's letter. Cool. It was the coolest letter. We got 3D <laughs> Doritos back. I mean, come on. Let's bring some. 90s, early 2000s nostalgia back in. What's old is new again sometimes. Bring The Rock, you know,
1: our intro to the show, just have him play that at the beginning of the episode. I think we could
0: bank on if anything comes back from 2001, it'll be The Rock cutting a promo on one of the XFL fields. (laughs) I think we're (laughs) we're locked in for that, I hope. I I mean, I would bet on it. But who knows?
1: Uh, It's... It's a fine line. I get it. Some people probably don't want it. But I think it's some serious opportunity, man. People enjoyed it. People liked it. People are going to remember the XFL even more so. And
0: like you said, we're not talking about bringing back the ridiculous on-the-field gimmicks, which were absolutely ridiculous and not even acceptable in some of those rules in modern football uh, for how kind of reckless they are with the safety of players. And then, you know, some of the other stuff was just very pro-wrestling or... Some would say Kearney, but that's not what we're asking for. There was great stuff in 2001 you can honor and even maybe implement. And, uh, I mean, hell, in terms of the the production and the broadcasting of the game, that really has laid the groundwork already. and was being used in 2020, so we have to acknowledge that as well.
1: Yeah, I think there's, um, there's a lot that the XFL stayed away from that they didn't have to. And I th- and I hope XFL twenty twenty two, geez, that is hard. Um, actually, uh, brings that all back. We'll see. Time will tell. Let's get some uh, some information. Who knows what's going to happen here in the next couple of weeks? I personally hope, I hope that this show doesn't age well again, and that we get something tomorrow or Monday, whenever that actually um, uh, makes this show irrelevant. And I'm like Alan, I know you're driving yeah. back home right now, but we need to f- we need to record a show. Because something big has yes.
0: happened. My last my last show down here for a while, uh, down here in this the South this uh, South Florida studio, aka an accounting office, back up to home base in the frigid burg next week, Brian. And I'm gonna be excited for a show that is either gonna, I'm gonna predict, be about some crazy new news that comes out or the latest episode of Young Rock. <laughs> Uh, well,
1: either way, we're not gonna actually. Don't. Never mind. I never use the F word. Back to work uh, we'll, we go. We will have a great show regardless. Um, Alan. Well, either way, make sure you catch us here every single Friday, uh, right here on your favorite podcast app: Google Podcasts, Apple Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you give us that leave those reviews. Review leave those reviews and tell your friends about us. Um, also, if you got a question, comment, topic you want us to cover, well. Text to call the XFL fan line 724 565 4XFL. Standard text messaging rates do apply. You get to hear Alan's lovely voice, by the way, if you call that. He he uh, welcomes you to the XFL fan Oh, I
0: did, the, I did the voicemail message on you? You did the voicemail message. I don't even remember Yes, you did.
1: <laughs> also, follow us on all social media platforms at XFL Show, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, and also, hey, if you want to say hi to us, hello, uh, you can uh, come say hello to us on YouTube at youtube.com.com slash this is the XFL show, the official YouTube page of this is the XFL show. And check out our sponsors. Don't forget, Pretty Easy Podcast. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com and get started today because they make podcasting uh, pretty easy.
0: And uh, should we put up our documentary on the YouTube channel as well? We'll have that up there eventually sure. by yeah, we'll itself, but check it out in this episode and of course on our Twitter at XFL show. And again, one year ago, I've done, it feels so long ago, but also like yesterday at the same time. Screaming, oh, eating oh, toasted oh. walking around St. Louis like we own the joint, Brian. Oh, it was. We had these amazing like hash
1: brown balls too the day before at the. Um, I forget where it was that we went for that uh, little like pregame party. We watch some. Uh, who was that? Was I think it was the Vipers and the Roughnecks? Maybe I don't remember who it was. They were watching there. That was a lot of fun too. We had a great
0: time that whole weekend. Don't so and you time. can't sleep on the barbecue. We ate too. ribs. Just had some oh, yeah. great ribs too. Which great we ribs. We walked. Went luck. to a
1: coffee shop. we were in shorts in the middle of St. Louis in February. Don't do that. I think we we're in Charles,
0: Charles St. Charles. Ooh,
1: man, it was a great weekend.
0: Damn it, that team, that city better get an, another team. That's all I'm saying at the end of this episode. They deserve it, and they uh, know how to support one. I'll, let me ask you this because it,
1: it, it ain't on the rundown i didn't mean to surprise you with it but i did want to ask you something do you oh, have no. any like feelings of of like something that you might see in 2022 i got a, i got a crazy like gut feeling this like week and i don't know if you've feeling? had any of i feel like NBC is going to be the TV partner it's just it just lined up too perfectly in my brain for them not to be the new tv partner you got
0: Young Rock killing it. You got this peacock the Peacock network. Rock,
1: peacock, they're getting rid of you know, uh, NBCSN. Uh, USA is probably going to start hitting the map with the sports. It just feels like NBC is going to be a part of this broadcasting package.
0: Just and they're going to gonna need some really awesome content to make up for the NHL. Billions of, they're going to also need more, something to help hopefully make money since they're going to be given a lot of it. To the NFL with these new T V deals. Mm-hmm. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, if we're wagering, that's it could be a full discussion coming up on a future show, but definitely I dig NBC in terms of uh, a betting favorite, but I ooh, think the NBC hell knows.
1: what NH what and what the NHL had with NBC when they first came
0: back is what I'm picturing in my brain. Bryant had a vision this week. Maybe we'll dive deeper into that vision next week but for now let's leave it at Bryant had a vision maybe (laughs) he just saw a peacock there's like a billion of them here too so I've been seeing peacocks is it a sign (laughs) thanks everybody for listening on your favorite podcast platform and of course watching us on YouTube we'll be back next week like Bryant said with another damn good show for Bryant I'm Allen this is the XFL show remember they're listening